When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you like the great outdoors? Are you or are you looking to be a master bow hunter, king of the hill in archery? You're in the right place. Welcome to Bow Hunter Planet. It's the Bow Hunter Planet podcast, recorded live in the BHP Studios, Detroit, Michigan, with your host, Team BHP. The Bow Hunter Planet podcast is proudly presented by Vanguard Outdoors. Racks Inc. and Crossman Air Rifles. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Boner Planet Podcast. We hope you guys are having a good night. It's Kevin and myself, and uh, we are here at the studio chatting about random things. But the one thing we are going to chat about tonight, which sounds very odd, is food. I like food. (laughs) (laughs) As you can tell. We were thinking about... Uh, things to talk about, and this one came up because we were thinking, you know, I was, well, first off, I was thinking about it on different podcasts, but I was thinking about the concept of what do you take with you in the field, and how does that fill you up, because people get so hungry when you're in the field, and I was saying to Kevin, like, bananas, you know, bananas, something I think works really well uh, to fill me up, but it doesn't always last, and I'm going to a granola or something else, like, what do you bring in the field? Well, you know, a lot depends on whether you're talking about hunting out of a tree or hunting out of a ground blind. Two, Good point. Two completely different scenarios for me. Um, obviously, when you're in a tree, you've got to just take, like, snack-type type items. And one of the things I like is venison jerky. Mm, that dehydrator you got. Yeah, mm. I, just, I, I just like when I'm sitting out in the field and I'm hunting deer, and I'm eating deer. We should do. We should do. We should totally do a podcast upstairs and actually cook while we're talking. Oh, that'd be awesome. Because we could cook and do even with live. these headsets and live. like, it would be kind of fun to actually. You could do a live one too, and it'd be fun yeah. to not just cook meals, but dehydrate the jerky and like spice it and stuff. Because mm-hmm. that one you made the one time was incredible. Yeah. And I, I, I think we should do more of that. We have a lot of meat still. I think we should probably start blasting through yeah, it. Yeah, we, we we need to turn that into uh, some jerky so we can... Do you need ground round for that or steak? You can do either one. Because I have both. You can I do... a lot of both. With the ground, you can make like... Uh, the sticks? You know, the sticks, yeah. And the, mm. put them in casings and stuff. And with the uh, steaks, you can make it into... Like jerky, like you know, hardtack type thing. Interesting. Yeah, we should make some up for our trip out west this oh, summer for sure. Yeah, sitting in the Badlands eating uh, some venison jerky. Oh, can't go wrong there. Yeah. I um, 
normally for me when I'm in the field, I love jerky, but like the one thing I take a lot of, and Nopum got me into this because he buy like the big at hunt camp, he would buy the big Costco um, trail trail mix. Um, almonds things like that you know and then what we do is he buys ziplocs and you just fill them and, mm-hmm. and you put them in your bag and so i started finding myself eating a lot of nuts and things like that in the tree and uh it worked perfect because then the deer you know what i mean like they would never you know i just i would i would only pick things that were quiet so that's the other thing yeah if i took a granola bar i took the wrapper off before i went out and i put it in a ziploc absolutely because then you just munch on it you're like a squirrel there's no problem mm-hmm but if you try to like pull a rap out, you're an idiot. Like literally. Well, you know what? Yes and no. I will say this about rappers. So, like you know, I go hunting in the Upper Peninsula, and we have ground blinds that you know have been established for years and mm-hmm. years. And you know, it's just a different type of hunting. I just like to go up there and get in the big woods and just kick back. But yeah, it's not like you shoot a lot of deer up there. But no, <laughs> absolutely not. But the thing that's funny is. You'll get a, uh, a mouse inside of your little hut there, and them things make so much noise. Like, if there's, like, any kind of leaves or anything, and it's like, and, and, and the deer, they don't care. They just probably think it's a mouse. So I think that metallic sounds are worse than, like, papers rattling and stuff like that, you know. If you clink on a metal object, I think that's a dead giveaway. But I don't think... Paper rattling is as bad as you think, but but when you're sitting more like aluminum when you're sitting when you're sitting out there and it's quiet. Well, if it's quiet, so loud you can't get away with anything if it's quiet. Um, I think uh, you know the Ziploc thing works really well, like really well, and even like after, like I'll put stuff in my bag and don't eat it for like two or three days, you know. But I'll go Mm -hmm. in there, I'll be starving, you know, at night hunt or a morning hunt. And also I'll hit like this, you know, I'll put my hand there looking for something and I'll find this bag full of nuts or something. Like, yes, you know, yeah. like cashews are a good one because they kind of fill you up. I like apples. Apples when are Because yeah. when I get done, I just throw the core on the it's ground no and figure maybe it'll draw a deer in. <laughs> I'm still waiting to shoot a shoot a deer off an ap- half-eaten apple that I've thrown on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be really cool. Like a half-eaten apple. Yeah. Somebody um, told me about that. I think Bob was hunting a bear or something. And he, that's he was, hilarious. He was eating a sandwich and he threw the sandwich down and the bear ate the sandwich. I don't think <laughs> it's when he. I don't think it's when he shot, but that's so funny. But the bear did eat a sandwich. I I, I think bears will eat pretty much anything. Yeah, very strange animal. But um, yeah, I I think uh, I think uh, deciding on what you're going to eat and take out is the smartest thing but my recommendation is always buy it in bulk like just go mm-hmm. to a bulk store like gfs or where i don't know where you live but wherever you're living that if they have a costco sam's club that's obviously a no-brainer they're gonna have a ton of big stuff there and you can get but find a snack that you know I, you know also you got to decide how healthy you are if you're gonna eat fattening stuff whatever it doesn't matter whatever you choose to do is fine but you got it's really smart to put in some sort of quiet container if possible just because on those quiet days you don't know what's going to happen, and that's that's usually where it gets a little nerve wracking. Because if it's super quiet, you're 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 done. Yeah. You're done, son. I, I'll tell you what I like to take out, especially uh, in the ground blind, is a thermos of coffee or a thermos of of uh, soup. You know, you got to make sure the wind is right, and not going towards where you think the deer are coming. But 
man, that just warms you up inside. Yeah, I've actually never done that. Oh, so good. I don't usually hunt in ground blinds. That's the issue. I can't get yeah. all that stuff in a, a tree stand. You know, I'm taking all the camera stuff generally. And, and when I say camera stuff, nowadays we kind of go low, not low end, but just the like GoPros and one main camera that's not huge. It's not like I'm taking a full audio set or something out there or a monitor, but even then it's still a lot you know and you're trying to like manipulate all these things at one time you know and it's so for me to have like a thermo you know there's no way there's I love no it. way I love but it. in a ground blind i'll I can tell you what it. i go out you know like in uh before daybreak and sit out there and and then you know hunt till a certain time and then you, you know, up there it's cold, cold, cold. Oh yeah, I and can't. Just it's definitely a win. For pour, pour yourself a hot coffee. Mm. <laughs> so it, it doesn't get any. I tried that. that. Uh, I took a full uh, Yeti type thing of coffee with me uh, in the ground blinds for turkey, mm-hmm. and uh, two times out of the maybe three I've done it. I've knocked it over at my foot and it's poured all over the place because I've been yeah, trying to get everything that's... ready and I don't have a holder and these ground blinds, you know, I'm so sick and tired of ground by companies not providing the accessories with it. Like just charge me more and mm-hmm. give me the dang cup holders, right? And things I could use. Yeah. The GoPro hangers, the GoPro holders. Why do I have to buy all that separate? Like, dude, just offer a premium packaged, you know, ground blind so I have everything I need. Yeah. Not like, oh, I didn't know, because I don't even know half the time that they sell these extra accessories. That's what makes me more mad. It's right. not like it's not like you go to the store and you buy it and you look around and see all these accessories. Don't usually do that. You just go in and buy it and leave, and you don't think about the bow hanger, mm-hmm. the GoPro uh, little holder out the window. There's nowhere to put it. You're trying to put a GoPro, and you're like, where do I put this thing? Yeah. I clip it onto the bar. Yeah, right. It flies off, and you know. Yeah, you um, need to use a good thermos so you don't. You, even if you kick it over, it's not going to spill. Oh, you're right. No, you're absolutely right. I just I and always the, bring one cup, and not the like cup, a full. The cup, you know, the thermos comes with a little cup, so it controls how much you're drinking at a time. And stuff. it would be good if you did some like um, um, some Kona. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you know, I, I, you know, especially in the ground, but like up there, I, sometimes I'll hunt from from dark till dark. I'm out in the blind for. The whole time, you know. Sounds boring. It, it can be. It can be. But just because there, I know you don't see a lot, so it's not like. But you yeah. see cool things when you do see. Yeah, stuff. when you like see, stuff, you never know. You Pine know. Martin, I think you said you saw. Pine one Martin time. wolves, I've seen. You know. Did you watch the cat video yet that we put on the Facebook? No. Oh my god, you would love it. Oh my gosh, you could probably watch it on your phone. Oh, I have to. We uh, Doug. Um, uh, uh, Doug Kowalski filmed uh, and gave us a footage this past year when he was on Bone Driven. He filmed a uh, bobcat trying to kill a deer. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Like, it is in Michigan, too. It's incredible footage. Oh, I got to see that. It's already got 90,000 views in a week. That's how wow. incredible it is. No, I didn't see it. And this, and, and, and I, you know, I did edit it down and it was longer. So the cat did hunt it longer than what I showed just because I know people aren't are not going to watch the, I mean, it'd be stupid to watch the whole thing. It's very boring. But the cat, you'll see it at first, then you see it moving in on the deer. You'll see it stopped again. You'll see the deer grazing. And then you'll see the cat, like, get real low. And it's got these, like, white tips on the back of its ears. It's weird. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, like, the deer sees it. It didn't see that for a long time. It was, like, 15 yards from it. It didn't see it. And cats don't have a lot of smell, I don't think. Like, they lick themselves. I'm pretty sure that, like, wild cats, like mountain lion, but I'm pretty sure they're scent-free animals because they they work on that, I think, as part of their Mm -hmm. camo-type deal because they're predators. And this thing, at some point, the deer saw it. If the deer, if the deer would have turned around, it would have been done. 
the, their paws are so quiet, and it's so you know. Yeah. If that deer would have been not facing the cat, it would have never saw it, and yeah. that cat would have been on it before it. But the deer saw the cat at the last second, and then it bolted, and the cat started chasing it, and then it got to a point where the cat gave up. I don't know what happened. He kind of pans the camera. You know, it's funny Incredible. because uh, many, many years ago, almost like maybe my first or second year of hunting in the Upper Peninsula, I was sitting in my blind, and <clears throat> it was just getting shooting time, you know, just getting dark and everything. And all of a sudden, up on the ridge, I see this deer moving and it's coming down the ridge i don't know if it's a buck or a doe i mean it's getting dark but so i'm i'm getting ready all of a sudden i hear this loud scream like noise and i didn't know it just scared the heck out of me at first but it turned out to be a bobcat chasing the deer wild that deer went screaming it never even slowed down i didn't even get a look at it but but that's been chills down my spine man that, that's them crazy. things when you hear them I don't think I've ever heard a uh, bobcat. That's the only time I ever heard. It. I haven't heard it. Or mountain lion. Is there mountain lions in the UP? Mm, they, I don't know. They say no, but I think they've got them on camera. So I think I think the DNR last year finally admitted. Oh, that's right. Was, yeah, I forgot about that. There is a, a, I don't know if they're called mountain lions or what they are, but they they did find something on camera. Speaking of which, you're talking about. Uh, boring or whatever you know you're talking about the videos i i happen to run across a video i don't know if you've ever seen this but it's a year the guy took a a trail cam and pointed at the same tree for a year and then edited out everything that crossed that tree path in a year it's pretty incredible really yeah there's like there's like bears, there's wolves, there's coyotes, there's foxes, uh, just ev- all these different animals throughout the whole year. You know, kind of feel like trying that. That sounds kind of fun. And uh, like, you know, the seasons change. You could tell in the snow there were pigs that went by and stuff. It's pretty cool. Well, you know, I've done that actually in our backyard, and you can see. Um, I left the camera out there one time, and I forgot about it. I put lithium batteries in it, and I forgot it because we'd have deer in the back here, and it took literally, you know, 3,000 pictures, right? So mm-hmm. I'm like forward. You know, you like forward through and it starts to go real quick. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what happened. The season changed. Like you can see the, the, the you can see the stuff come up and then it just goes back down. Yeah. The snow come over. But when I was saying, I'm like, wow, that's so crazy. You see animals come in and out. Yeah. There are so many squirrels back there. It's unbelievable. Yeah. There's deer. It's just and this that. Was, this was video. Oh, video. It was video. Oh, wow. That's a time lapse. He kept doing time lapses over and over probably. Yeah. Hmm. And, well, you know, like your iPhone now can do a time lapse, and it's it's pretty amazing, like the time mm-hmm. lapse that it does. If you could power it, it could do time lapse forever, mm-hmm. right? You could do literally a whole year of time lapse, and it's beautiful. Like people do it with good cameras, or good cameras yeah. on a slow turner, uh-huh. like this. And so when you do it, like in the mountains, or if you're out west and you were to leave it there two days in a row, going like this, it would be incredible. The view, and not just the animals, but like the overview yeah. of the clouds and the night skies and the stars and the you would funny, see everything. The funny thing was a, a bear came up, you know, and you see this bear walk up, and then it stands up on two legs and turns around scratching his back on the tree. It was oh, that's funny. hilarious. I think I saw this. I feel like i seen this. Where did you find it at? I, I was looking at hunting videos or some Pinterest. I think I was looking at Pinterest hunting videos or something. But just Google, like, uh, 24 hours on a tree or something like that. Was it twenty the whole year or was it? Uh, yeah, I mean a year looking at it. Oh, yeah, you're in the life of a trail cam. Yeah. That's probably this one. 
Interesting. Let's see what this thing has on it. Refreshing. But, um, yeah, one of the things about food, when you take it out there, you got to plan ahead, like you said, and make sure it's not going to make noise see and what stuff this. like that. <laughs> this is the, oh, I see it now, yeah. A moose? Oh, yeah, and everything. I don't know where it is, but. I'll mute that music, but here, let's see. It was a big, big moose. A year in the life of a trail cam. A lot of moose. This must be. Can you put it up there? Actually, oh. I actually cannot because of that whole HDMI issue we were having a minute ago. But um, I'm just trying to see if there's any sort of bears in this one. It might not be the right one you're thinking. Uh, yeah, wherever this was, they had wolves, they had bears. It had to be out west or something. So far, a lot of moose. This might not be it because you said yours is video you're talking about, right? Yeah. This is more like just pictures. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, let's see. Trail cam time lapse. One year. Oh, this one did have a bear. Doo, doo, doo. There's a lot of them. <laughs> That's funny. There's a, seriously like hundreds of them. Oh, okay. I love trail cams. Speaking of that... Uh, Stealth Cam's a sponsor now. Did you have you heard that? I think you, you don't no. think you've heard that. Yeah, no. Stealth Cam came on this year, so um, we're getting our stuff together with them to get the orders in to get some of the cams in. So we're really excited. They have like um, some wireless stuff, and you know, so oh, it might cool. be cool to like test all that and see how it works. They have the one where you can uh, yep look at it on your phone. Well, it depends. Yes, but it depends on where you're at, right? Because those things are cool, but no matter who you are or what company, they have to have phone service in that area. Okay. So, for instance, AT&T, if they work in the woods by wherever woods you're in, it works. Okay. If you don't have AT&T, the other option was, I think, T-Mobile. But I don't uh, – it's no Sprint, and I didn't see Verizon, which I really wanted to see Verizon because usually they work everywhere. Yeah, I'm surprised um, Verizon is one of the bigger companies. You think yeah, so – but. You know, I, I bet you AT&T will work for the most part. I'm excited to try it, though. My thing is, I'm just curious to see. But that will go to your phone, yeah. So what it does is the camera, you set the time to upload to your phone. So you can do instant, so as soon as it happens. Or you can do, like, every day at 3 o'clock, it uploads to the cloud, which uh, downloads to your phone. Yeah. So there's different well, I remember options. What, I mean, this is back 10, 15 years ago when I was working at the fire department. One of the guys had a trail cam on his property. That's a little And it was sending him pictures. Because if he had if he could hook it up to Wi Fi. And he was like, Hey, look at this deer that just passed by my camera. Yeah. Like stuff. that's what Lane's got. Remember Lane wired his whole he basically ran wires to his house all the way to his blinds. Yeah, but this was his property was in the middle of nowhere. Oh, I have no idea then. That's a I have no clue how he did that. Yeah, I don't know. He probably paid a lot of money back then because that, that would have been expensive technology yeah. back then. I thought it was coming through a satellite or something. You see, if I was Lane, what I would do is I would do webcams, like the Nest, you know? Mm-hmm. And I would take, you know, like you run, like, you know, you, you when you run your, 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 your Wi-Fi, you run those adapters, like in the wall, the extenders. We were talking about that, the one that you had one down here, that mm-hmm. one there that you're not using. Mm-hmm. I would actually run another router. So what I would do is run the wire from, the de- from, a, a, from your cable modem box. I'd run a wire from that through, through the bottom of the house, through a tube, that goes all the way to your ground blinds, or at least in the area. Like, mm-hmm. let's say a station you created, 
like a waterproof station, a plastic bin, and I'd put it in there. So now you have Wi-Fi out in the woods, right? So mm-hmm. that you could connect those cameras to that Wi-Fi, and it would suck it back to the house. Yeah. Or online, because now you have Wi-Fi in the middle of the woods. I mean, think about yeah. it. And you well, can hook make, up to it on your phone, like if you're make, bored. They make boosters now that go a quarter mile, though. You could probably do it right on the top of your house. Um, yeah. him, because he's not, I mean, his, his Nowadays, are not yeah. far from his house. They've changed a lot of, a lot of things. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's hard to tell, but I think it would probably work, you know, for the most part. These things nowadays, I mean, it's 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 interesting because, like, before you would sit in there, you know, it, I don't know if it's good or bad, right? It's one of those things where you as a hunter usually go out to the woods to just relax and get away from everything. But now you find yourself watching Netflix movies or on the phone, so you're really not disconnecting. Yeah, it stinks yeah, yeah. for us because it's really hard to disconnect because it's, like, the business we're in, like, it's to – to show those content scenes so people drives them to hunt or get outdoors. So it kind of puts us in a spot where we have to film or do live feeds or use our phone a lot while we're in the woods. So it kind of pulls away from the original thought of just being in the woods and yeah. shutting down. Yeah. So, and it, it's hard because I, I get a little annoyed because like, you know, when you're, when I'm sitting out there, I'll get Texas, you know, you know, and 90% of the time, it's a waste of my time to look at them. Once in a while, I'll be like, look out, here comes a big buck, right? Because that's why you're looking at it, because mm. you never know, right? And you maybe you didn't see it, but there it is, you yeah. know? Um, it's a catch-22, you yeah. know? It gives you advantages, but it also takes away from the concept of just breathing fresh air. So, yeah. like, for me this year, one of the hunts I want to do is just I want to go back to my state land where I used to go as a kid, and I just want to disconnect and go. Like, just tell you guys where I'm going so you know where I'm going to be, mm-hmm. you know. Leave my phone in my bag, but just shut it off, you know, and just go out there, do a spot and stalk hunt. I used to do that every year. Just walk the trails, do a spot and stalk with a, a, a with a bow or maybe even a crossbow might be yeah. easy. And just look for does, look for whatever. It didn't matter, you know, as mm-hmm. long as I had my tag, which I did. So, But that is exciting to me because, like, you feel like you're just in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, sure. No one's out there. You can, like, just, I don't know, just decompress. No, I know. That's... Breathe fresh air and not, not be connected anymore, you yeah. know? And that's an exciting hunt. Even if I GoPro it and just wear GoPros, it's still a fun hunt. Like, I did it one time, and I had a deer come out, and I got, you know, I was close, but not really, you know, like 60 yards. But uh-huh. the thing about deer, and I think people don't realize this, is deer are not always, like, on their game. Like they're lazy, like we are sometimes. So mm-hmm. sometimes you might be sitting there, and they might have just they might just pop out like right to your right, you know, ten yards, looking the other way. Yep. Like it can happen. It can absolutely happen. Well, that's how some. And of if you're people... if you're paying attention, you can take advantage of that quickly. But you only get you only get a couple seconds to make make the call. You yeah. can't. It's got to be quick. But it, you know, I've had it where I've had I walked out to an edge of a woods, from an edge of a woods into a field, and I see a doe run across it towards me doesn't see me because it's not paying attention and it stopped 30 yards to my right, you know, and I missed. But if I was, if I was, if I had my, if I was ranging and I didn't, at the time I didn't have a range fire, this is way back when, uh-huh. but I've had four encounters with deer like that where I'm just going quietly through the forest and they make a mistake because they're not paying attention for predators, you know, yeah. or uh, another time I was walking out, this one really ticks me off this story because it, I shoot, I just felt like I shoot my shot myself in the foot on this one, but I got down from this land and I was, I was uh, walking out with a crossbow. It's one of the first years we started using crossbows. This must be 2010, and I had a or 11. I had a dart and crossbow. I won't. I never forget it because I was getting down. I got down and I got to the trail, and I said it was like early. It was like 9 a.m. Right, 9:30 a.m. 
yeah, it was a morning. And I remember thinking like, and I got down early because to be honest, I used to get cold all the time. I got this issue with my hands. I, I don't know what's called jaundice or something. And I, you know, people who don't have it, can't understand it, but like, it is really painful. Like your hands turn white. It looks like you're, you know, you're not really getting, um, hypothermia. It's just, mm. they, they shut off the valves and your blood doesn't come out and it, they get cold. Your hands, like they turn pure white. So if you don't have the right stuff and at the time I didn't know I had that, you know, so I didn't have like hand warmers or things I needed to stay out there. And you know, I would get, it'd be so painful. I have to just leave. I just get down and start leaving. Anyway, long story short. I'm on the trail, and I decide to spot and stalk the trail. I'm going to spot and stalk the trail. i got a crossbow. It makes sense. I'm going to walk out, take my time. So here I go kicking up leaves, you know, slow. I go with the wind. It was actually wind burst, so it's perfect. Every time the wind blew, I moved, and I stopped when it stopped, and I just listened. Didn't hear nothing, didn't hear nothing, kept doing that. I did it for about 50 yards up this trail, you know. And finally, I get about 50 yards, and I said, eh, I think I'm good. There's no deer here, no deer. So sure enough, you know, I put, I, you know, I, I just got everything undone. You know, I just put the on and I start, I start walking full speed and no joke, like 10 yards away was a deer and it ran off. Like, I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Literally, if I just would have said, do it a little longer, I would have got a shot with that deer and probably got it. Cause it would have been a crossbow. The only other time that's been successful for me, I was walking with my brother during gun season and we were walking through the woods like that. And no joke, like, this is crazy. We're walking, just walking, talking, you know. Oh, yeah, you know, where are you going to sit? Where are you going to sit? And all of a sudden, he just goes, stop, you know, puts his arm out. And I stop. I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, there's a deer right there. And we look, and there's this buck standing 10 yards away in the woods. It's windy, so it didn't hear us. In the woods, looking the other direction. We're like, what? Pull out our guns, and we both fired and shot this deer. And I dropped right there, literally. (laughs) I think I missed every shot, too. And I think I unloaded my clip on it. <laughs> Shotguns, and I think I was missing. <laughs> that deer died instantly because they got hit like twice, two, three times in the first. But anyway, it was just un- unbelievable. Like it was just like you hunt for so long on state land and you don't see nothing. I wish I could describe it because like, people don't really understand state land. Like if you're if you're in Iowa or Ohio and you're hunting state land, you have no idea what I'm talking about right now. That's the thing. In Michigan, you don't see deer like that on state land. You see spikes. You see a four point. If you saw an eight point, you'd be like, whoa, whoa! I just saw a hundred, two hundred class deer. That's what it'd be like. Yeah. State land is completely different than 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 private land here, especially. All the good bucks here are generally on private land. Mm-hmm. So last year we saw a hundred fifty inch deer. That was on private land. The, the, we saw a whole bunch of nice deer, but all on private land. Like, and then they ran on private land, right? So it's not like there's any state land in that area. Uh-huh. But the areas where you see state land are full of woods. Like, you know, that, that 20 acres we hunted up north, there's state land right across the street. We don't need that 20 acres. We right. go right across the street. It's the same land, and the runs go right into it. Uh-huh. At the same time, though, it's a thick, hard woods to hunt. It's not yeah. easy to hunt. There's nothing right. easy about it, you know? Yeah, and you you know, look at... The time we left stuff out in the state lands up in Thumbnail and come back, somebody took the camera, somebody took the, the you know, the tree stands. So How did that stuff, you know, it, it sucks because obviously ethics is a big part of hunting, period. But um, that stuff doesn't bother me as much as going there. I mean, for us, I mean, we get a lot of free gear here. But it, it bothers me more to go there and then I can't hunt because it's not there. Right. Then it is that the I don't care about the money or the stand. And, you know, I, I, I look at it like, you know, 
I hope that person thinks twice about what they did and maybe that wasn't a good decision, you know, but whatever. It's just material stuff. It's going to come and go anyway. Uh-huh. I don't care as much about stands anymore because they don't really, in my opinion, I don't like to keep them too long anyway because it makes me nervous. Like I don't like them rotting or getting old. It's uh-huh. not worth it to me. I'd rather spend a hundred bucks a year just to get a proper brand new stand that's secure. Um, so that stuff didn't bother me. And, and trail cams, you and I both know, I mean, they, every year they've gotten better and better and better. Yeah. So that the, back then when that happened, that thing's a piece of junk. You know what I mean? Right. Compared to the, what these within stealth cams are going to be a like. a year, they're a piece of junk. Yeah, those exactly. Ones. Those ones were garbage from yeah. what I remember what they were, too. Yeah, not like they anyway. now. No, I, so. I can't. Uh... Anyway, but, yeah, I mean, I, I this year I think I definitely want to try to get back to state land just for one hunt, even if I, uh, you know. It'd be nice to go, and I don't plan to do a stand. I think I'm just going to spot and stalk with a crossbow. It'll probably be the easiest way to do it. And, and in film it. I think it'd be fun to film take that. Your, take your GPS with you. It's been yeah. a long time since you've been there. Things have probably That's different. That's true. They look a lot different. It's funny you said that because yeah. I went back to an area that my dad used to hunt, and I remember thinking, like, oh, I want to see this. And this was – I wasn't even hunting. I just went out there to see this, right? I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I used to sit over here. I was trying to find – he had, like, a – you know, like you'd have like, uh, you know, like in your stand, you have things that are still there. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You, every year they're there, a bench, yeah. whatever. Well, he, he they had like a bench that, that he sit on. Mm-hmm. I was trying to find it. I was like, oh, maybe I can just find that bench. It'd be kind of cool to sit where he sat, right? Maybe in the spot. And uh, I couldn't find that. You know, it was so overgrown. Yeah. In the field, it used to be a field, this huge field. Just imagine a field that's like 1,000 yards by 800 yards, you know, just massive. Well, now it's all poplars. Yeah, it's all trees. It's it's turned well, into a forest. That's like, um, you know, in the UP, I used to hike out every year. I would hike out a few times. Like, I'd have to cross this beaver dam, and then when you get the other side of beaver dam, you're like, like no one around. And I would, you know, I hiked it, you know, two or three times every year, and go out there, spend the day out there, and then I didn't do it for a long time. And then I went bear hunting with Corey. Uh, and we hiked out past the beaver dam, and I got out there, and I probably hadn't been there in about five years. I'm looking around like, this looks completely different. I don't even remember. This, I haven't been you know? at Beaver Pond in like twelve years. Yeah, it's been a long time. It looks completely different. So it's it was so uh, so yeah, things changed. I gotta so decide fast, if I'm pulling you know? that bear permit. I gotta I got a lot of points. You better do it. Man. I know, but should I do it this year or wait? I don't know what to do. I don't have a lot of vacation. That's my issue. I'm uh, thinking I better wait. Wait one more year. Just then. wait one more year. But I was going to tell you, I still want to get up there with you. I'd like to even, um, I'm not necessarily wanting to go to hunt, but I do kind of want to go to do photos and like ride around on the four-wheeler and the, yeah. the Massimo or your machine, whatever's up there. You know, yeah. I think it'd be fun to go. I think it'd be fun to like go off-roading and go check. Like we did that one day. We went to yeah, that falls. We'll go to the falls. I think again. that'd be sweet to ride yeah. over. With the four wheeler and uh, one of the machines, or another four wheeler, mm-hmm. if we have Corey's got, we can borrow. We need one more though. We the Massimo buy. would make it easy. I oh took, yeah, yeah. I took my other one all, all the way out there. Well, I want to do the four wheelers. I think it'd be fun to like ride them that yeah. far. But yeah, I don't ride know. that. I'll ride the yeah, other one. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. Oh, absolutely. I I I just want to break them in better. Is my point. Both of them. They actually mm-hmm. both need to be broken in with yeah. the longer rides. Um, but um, yeah, that'd be cool. We just got to figure out time to go, but I do want to go for photos anyway. So yeah. I'm thinking like September would be best if we can squeeze it in there somewhere. Oh, yeah. yeah. The I color, don't know. Color change. That's what I'm saying. Cause that's in my mind. I'm thinking like, I want to go when I can get the photos I really want, you know, uh-huh. like the landscape and the, that'd be we beautiful. Take the, we'd take the motor home up there too. Can you get we it could, in there? Well, no, I could probably get to Corey's and just leave it at Corey's. Oh, in the, in the front end? Yeah. Yeah. And then we could but, probably take the kids. But too. what I was going to say is we could go to like the, um, 
climbing in falls and uh it's too bad your truck doesn't have a bigger bed. I'll say you can put the foil right in the back of your bed and pull the whole thing. Too heavy. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, my truck alone is about got me where I need to be for weight. See, your truck alone. Oh, yeah, your truck wouldn't really. My truck would actually take the four-wheeler and the Massimo because I can pull up the four-wheeler on the back. And then yeah, the I mean, no, it's not that. It's that the motorhome can only pull 5,000 Correct. Pounds. Yeah, you're saying that plus the truck plus that weight. But you could, no, yeah, there's no other way for you to do it. Yeah. You could take the trailer, the 14-foot the trailer, mm-hmm. and put on both on a different right. angle. Maybe yep. that would work, too, if we decide yeah, we to stay in that. the cabin. Oh, no, no, you would pull that, right? Yeah, because you could pull that. Mm-hmm. You'd be pulling the, yeah, you would easily be able to pull that. Um, yeah, you don't really need a truck up there, actually. You can get around with those machines easy because right. you're right. not going to go. It's not like we're going far anyway. Or we could even just, you know, we stay don't have to take the, the motor home. Yeah, we, we stay at the cabin thing. and stuff. It doesn't matter. It'd be cool. That's a nice cabin, too. Yeah. But uh, that'd be a good place to do some pictures up there, too. Yeah, I'll tell you what, just a little for, well, it's, I mean, you have to spend a whole day driving because we did it with, I did it with Heather and Kurt, but there's. Oh, yeah. The Porcupine Mountains. I've wanted to see some of that and stuff. How called, much further is that? How many hours? You no, know, it's a whole day. I mean, we could leave in the morning and spend a whole day. I wouldn't mind day. seeing that. There's a, a place is called it? Lake in the Clouds. That's what I want to see. Oh. I've been waiting to see these things. I forgot. I keep forgetting to tell you I want to go up there to do that specifically. Yeah. I mean, basically. We're talking about going west. I want to go north and see when, that, too. When, when we did that, Heather and Kurt, we got up early in the morning. We left. We went to Lake in the Clouds and everything. We made it back and had dinner back at the camp, so. Nice. It's, yeah, I think we should do that. It's a long day of driving, but it's worth it, especially that time sweet. of year. No, the lake in the clouds, do you get there and just hike it up, or do you drive up? Like, how far can you get before you have to hike? No, you, you Or can, do you take four-wheelers? Like, how far do you No, go? you could drive, and there's, like, you pull into with the truck and just walk a little ways, and you're over. Oh, okay. So you, you're if you want to hike down to the lake, that'd be a hike. That's you're, a hike down. We're, 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 you're up on top looking down. At the lake in the clouds. Oh, okay. Oh, gotcha. I've seen the pictures, so I yeah. know it's down. I get what you're saying now. Yeah. That's probably awesome. Man. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. That's God's country. That's part of that whole. Yeah. I love being in the UP, though. I really do. Like, when I'm on that, like, that two, whatever it is, going across, mm-hmm. like, I just get this feeling, like, a different feeling. I can't even explain it. Like, just, yeah. it's like, I feel like, like, I was up there for work one day. I had to go up there to go to St. Marie oh. for a supplier. I went up there, and uh, I was driving back. And I just remember, like, this is awesome. Like, I'm so getting paid bridge, to be man. here, you know, so like, in this area. Bridge, it was so beautiful. I just wish you, I wish you could, I wish you had better deer hunting. The deer hunting's okay up there. It's not yeah. really, it's not nothing like down here. But down here's not even nothing like Ohio. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you can say, you can keep going and saying that. And Ohio's probably nothing like Iowa, mm-hmm. you know. Either way. Anyway. There's good deer hunting in there in the southern part, but not way up north where we are. Oh, anyway. All right. Well, we're going to call it a night. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast, and um, we will see you guys next time. And uh, thanks for listening, and uh, goodbye. Good night. Celebrating the rich tradition of bow hunting for over 31 years, Vanguard is proud to be the official optic and hunting pack of Bow Hunter Planet. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.